Welcome to What's New on the Scene. Today I'm chatting with Alpine White. Would you like to introduce yourselves and the origin story of your band? Right. Um, yeah, so hey, you guys, we're Alpine White. Uh, we consist of Sean Doyle, Tom Moraharan, Jared Outram and Jake Ellis. Um, we probably started jamming back in high school. Yeah, back in high started. school. Yeah, it was the first, first time we got to know each other. Yeah, so Tom and myself were in the same music class, so that's where we originally met. Yeah. Um, Jared was in the year above us, and, well, we'd always see each other around, yeah. and eventually we started jamming together, playing, like, at school assemblies and stuff. Um, and Jake, our drummer, I used to play in a band, um, a heavy metal band, Blow Oceans, um, so we go way back, and, <laughs> well, a few years, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five, six years. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm the... The latest one of the group I only I joined probably midway through last year. Yeah. So when did each of you become interested in music and what instruments can you play? Oh um I think it was around I reckon five or six. Um dad used to always bust out some Black Sabbath and ACDC down in the shed. So that started off my interest in music. Um yeah and then Went from there and I've never stopped. I was playing mainly guitar, started singing, obviously, for this band, um, dabbling a bit of drums. That's about it. Not that, that talented. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my dad's side of the family is very heavily music um, orientated. So I was sort of brought into it pretty young. Um, I think I was about maybe 11 or 12 when my cousin first introduced me to uh, bass guitar and uh, yeah he taught me my first song and I was hooked ever since and bass is my main instrument um, also played a little bit of acoustic guitar and a bit of recording and mixing as well um, uh, my mum's the the stem from all my music stuff she's always been a metalhead it's always been like House and Chains and Slayer and System of a Down and Metallica and all that sort of stuff that's sort of what I grew up with and then um, I was probably about 13 when you have to play guitar in high school. <laughs> and then I just didn't put it down from ever since. Um, I played pretty much a bit of everything that's stringed, um, except for maybe a violin and a cello, because screw that. Um, <laughs> we'll give it a whack. We'll, we'll give it, yeah, we'll give it a whack. <laughs> stay, stay tuned or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've played a bit of piano, mainly guitar, of course. Um, I like bass as well, but yeah, guitar's where it's sort of at. Yeah, with me, my dad's a muso, he's been playing so I think since he was a teenager and when I was three years old he bought me a drum kit and pretty much taught myself how to play drums. Uh, he back in the day like he had a venue called Froggies in Gosford on some bands like The Living End. Um, and yeah ever since I was three all I wanted to do is become a musician and haven't slowed down so <laughs> thank you. Uh -oh. So what is your creative process? like and does the band have any new advice for new artists to improve their songwriting inspiration um, tunes and riffs but um we also show a lot of consistency as well so we're in the studio every week like minus lockdown and that um just jamming away even if we don't have much to practice for we're just in there trying to make new fun sounds that we all dig so mm. we're always hanging out like Every day of the week we're together and well 
pretty much just writing music, jamming, and yeah, seeing what, what we can create, really. It's pretty magical what happens, to be honest. <laughs> we all kind of bring a bit as well. Like, it's, yeah. it's not just one of us. Like, Tom does a lot because he's singer and, and guitarist. So he writes a yeah, lot. And I've got ADHD. Yeah. Song wise or ideas wise, or we go, oh, this needs that, this needs that. It's <clears throat> mainly just playing. Like, we're, we're lucky. We've always been pretty tight with yeah. everything. We sort of know where we're going. But I think that's what's hard for new bands is that don't always just click that way, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. I think the advice you can just get a room together and play and yeah, see yeah. how you just show really yeah, just show, it goes. Yeah, just show up. And if it feels good, keep at it. Yeah. You know, um, keep jumping over the hurdles. Not easy. How many good bands out there that, you know, you got to fight in the craft, you, you'll go somewhere. Mm. Well put. Thanks. <laughs> Have each of you always wanted to be in a band? Yeah, yeah I'd probably say, yeah. yeah. I've always idolised, um, yeah, people up there in the live from when I went concert, enjoying in the to be that person. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely a high energy, mm. high euphoric experience. Yeah. So once you get bitten by that bug, you just don't stop. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever had a moment where you were writing a song and you knew that song was? going to become a potential hit or a song that you'd be really really proud of probably tip of the gun yeah tip of the gun or yeah bender. yeah better yeah. surrender yeah. yeah um yeah i don't know they just kind of made themselves which was great and um they're both songs that we've released on spotify and that and they've all both been well received so Especially yeah live as well yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yeah that was that was when we kind of knew straight away yeah. that yeah, it was a hit. We played it live and yeah. everyone got into it. Yeah. That's a part of the process as well, like kind of shuffling through um, all the songs that we end up writing and seeing which ones the crowds um, yeah. react to the best. Mm -hmm. It's a good trial and error point. So what has been the favourite gig so far? Oh, man. <laughs> I reckon um, Screaming Jets. Yeah. Yeah. We probably yeah. supported the Jets for sure. Yeah. yeah. We supported the Screaming Jets for two shows at the Cambridge Hotel in Newcastle. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was back um, in November. Yeah. Yeah. About a year ago. Yeah. Well, that was, it was, um, it was uh, seated concert because yeah. of restrictions. Yeah. It was still unreal. Yeah. Still yeah. a surreal experience. Like just walking past these, like, just new new royalty basically yeah. in the green room and just oh my god this is so cool yeah then dave gleason ended up giving us like two duffel bags full of grog <laughs> like, yeah. <"That> is right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a right band yeah, yeah. Great band someone's got to drink them yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> and it was us cheese that's blue cheese it was great it was Heaps of cheese. All right, stay on folks. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about cheese. Okay. <laughs> how, many, how many times do we need this conversation? Right, no more cheese. <laughs> so who are the three most influential people in each of your lives? Oh, I'll go first. Well, don't want to sound too cliche, but probably these boys, um, 
Stop it. Send me some roses later. Um, yeah, they, I know they always challenge me to do my best and to improve myself. And I feel like that's probably the best thing about our chemistry is like um, when, when every, every time something comes up and, you know, someone has uh, criticism, it's always constructive and like trying to better ourselves. Um, second most, I'd probably say my parents, they've taught me my um, work ethic and, you know, always reaching and try and get to where you want to go. And then third one, I'd probably say my beautiful girlfriend, Jordan, always has me back, always there for me. So, you know, they're the people I want to do right by. Mm. Well, I pretty much had the same. <laughs> um, Can we yeah, say it um, as a collective? That's a general consensus. <laughs> yeah. Parents, yeah, sister, these boys, yeah. they'll support me, especially my sister. She's a muso as well, and we're like best friends and always there to support each other, so. What about you, Jay? Yeah, I'm pretty much the same. Like, right. My parents have always been a big influence, especially musically. Yeah. Mum's always been into it. So, and then, yeah, Jamie's always supported my partner. She's always supported what we're doing. And it's nice to sort of do that fun stuff as well with some family behind you. It's good. Yeah. I think within all of us, we have like such a good support network. Everyone supports what we do and always rocks up to shows. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really like you. Yeah, really. Yeah, really cool. appreciate people in our lives. Yeah, they're they're always the people down front making the most mess when we play a show. So it's always yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, hype me and Hayden. Yeah, <laughs> always Hayden. love your Frenchie. Frenchie. <laughs> so, what is the band most proud of in your career so far? Probably the EP. Yeah, I'm really definitely, proud of the EP. Yeah. Like, we yeah. released our first EP. We, we still haven't played a damn show for it, which is crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, but we we put a lot of hard work into that, and it just sort of came out like in a few weekends yeah it was it just so just little done in two and, weeks yeah, yeah. And just the process itself like um our mate um rob ryan ryan yeah rob ryan yeah sorry rob <laughs> <laughs> um we've played a few sh shows with his band repeater and he's always asked us to come um down and um record in his studio and we finally you know bit the bullet well not even bit the bullet just Found yeah, some time, yeah, come down and it was just in his house. He cleared out his whole living room for Jake's drum yeah, kit. So track drums in, in front of the TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and like lunchtime uh, beers down at the Jezzo and that. So it was just a really <laughs> relaxed environment to um, produce something that, typically puts a lot of pressure on people. Yeah. Just yeah. the sound that we got from yeah, like, where we recorded as well, just in a house, like not a studio at all. And from how it turned out, like, we couldn't be more stoked yeah. with it, yeah. honestly, for a first EP especially. Yeah, and we, and we keep throwing music at him as well. Yeah. <laughs> we just keep sticking. Yeah, he's the wizard. He is the wizard. So how does the band measure success and how do each of you go about achieving your dreams and aspirations? I feel like we measure, measure success by playing shows and like seeing the people in the crowd. Like, mm -hmm. if, and I feel like we always um, put uh, realistic, achievable goals in front of ourselves. So we don't really, you know, um, look at the massive, massive picture of it. We're making, you know, few month increment steps and we're constantly yeah. achieving that. 
So we know that we're making progress and, yeah, it makes you feel successful because you're making achievable goals. So Yeah, we're not trying to sell out Wembley Stadium. No, no but who knows? <laughs> if there's an open show. So what are the changes that the bands made since the pandemic and how have these adjustments made you look at the future differently? Um, I reckon our biggest change, apart from Jake joining the band during the pandemic, would be um, signing with Fusion Management. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our manager, Belle, uh, she is really switched on and it's just incredible having her on board. Yeah. And she does a lot. Yeah, just, just having someone of that high of calibre, like, believing in us as well, like, it really validates us, yeah. like, I feel. And, and she hasn't even seen us play yet. Like, no, she hasn't yeah, even seen yeah, us live yet. Yeah. She, she signed us on and was just keen from the get-go just because mm. she heard word of mouth of from Owen at a house show we played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she was she was just keen from us from the start. So she's been massive and definitely trying to get those goals sort especially, of like especially with her resume yeah yeah festivals and <clears throat> industry she's worked with just having her on board is such a blessing yeah. yeah but the changes that we've made throughout um the COVID pandemic as well I feel like we've um kind of looked down different avenues to um broadcast our our music as well like so we were very gig heavy at the start, but now we've started thinking about, you know, um, myself, playlist pitching. Yeah, yeah. playlist pitching, um, you know, producing our own music videos and alternate clippings and that. So, yeah, it's really went kind of half and half now, the live shows and the digital digital aspect of it as well. Yeah. Like when we started, we didn't even have a Facebook page. I think we played two shows before we even made a Facebook Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like that, that's what we were. We we're just playing shows off the back of other shows. Yeah, and just to have some fun and then kind of click. Yeah. Like, oh, we've got something here, so let's have a dig. So if each of you were to invite three musicians or celebrities to a dinner party, who would they be and why? Oh, I'll go first. I've thought about this one. <laughs> All right, so I'd have It'd be Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> yeah, Chris, Chris Cornell. If we're bringing back oh, people from the dead, Chester, or oh, um, Jimi Hendrix and Ozzy Osbourne, and the reason why because that'd be a very, very interesting dinner. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Who's next? One of you ones. <laughs> okay. Uh, number one, I'd say we're Dave. All I'd say Dave Grohl mm -hmm. for sure. He's definitely my like my hero. Uh, Good pun, that. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay Weinberg, who is the current drummer of Slipknot, he's been a massive influence for me over the last 10 years, and like, I've looked up to him a lot. And somehow I caught his drums to get a Slipknot concert, which was oh, one of the happiest days of my life. <laughs> Thirdly, oh, man, I don't know. I'd have to say maybe... Probably Corey Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I love Corey Taylor. He's just, such, he'd just be such an interesting person to have a conversation with. And mm. that's still not being one of my favorite bands as well. Mm. So, yeah, definitely them throughout. So, yeah, I'm, I'm fairly close to Jake. I, I definitely have Corey Taylor just for the shits and geeks of it, yeah. just because I reckon it'd be hilarious. Um, and then I'm with Tom with Ozzy Osbourne, but left the field. Ryan Reynolds, man, come on, how, how can you not put him out? Ryan Reynolds in a room with fucking Corey Taylor, it'd be hilarious. Uh, it'd be fucking it would be hilarious. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, I was not expecting that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Everybody loves Deadpool. Uh, yeah, it has to right. be. Yeah, no, yeah. That, that's the requirement. What about you, um, Sean? 
So I'd probably go um, Corey Taylor as well because, well, <laughs> so general consensus, we love we love Corey Taylor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd go uh, Joe Dart from the band Bullpack. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's by far my favorite bass player, and he's a weekend. Just having player. dinner with him alone yeah. would make me feel like a better bassist. <laughs> yeah. Um, and thirdly, I'd go Ashton Kutcher. Because, uh, <laughs> it gets better. Yeah. He's been my favorite actor for as long as I can remember, and yeah, with all three of them, you can't really go wrong, can you? Have there been moments in the band's career where you've been dealt some setbacks, and how did you recover and rebuild? COVID. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's really the only setback because yeah. it's been pretty much from the ground running. Um, yeah. But then uh, we've recovered from it. Um, we've just been writing endless music. Yeah, yeah. a lot of songs just waiting to you know, yeah, yeah. release. And yeah, it's pretty handy um, writing songs in lockdown because uh, Tom and myself actually live together. Yeah. And so he can't escape me. No. <laughs> he has nowhere to run. <laughs> I can lock myself in my room. Yeah. Uh, no, so um, having like the ability to like record any ideas that we get has just bombarded us with a lot of songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think the hardest thing has been not playing because like we we haven't even had a, like a proper standing show with. Jim. Yeah, I feel like that's made us more resilient as yeah, well, for like sure. um, four setbacks. So I think it's actually been really good prep work for early on in the music career. Like, I feel like if we can get through this and still be a band and best yeah. mates, we'll, we can get through pretty much anything. Yeah, so. yeah. I don't really think we're going to go through a bigger setback than the last year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much not playing for two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's been it's hard. hard. I think yeah. I think we had maybe five or six gigs in total. Yeah, and yeah. We, it was right after we released our first single. So we released first song, and then lock, we went in lockdown a week later, and then we released everything game. else. Yeah since lockdown so yeah it's been been rough but we've got through it we're still here mm. we're keen a bit to get back to it mm. what are three songs or albums that each of you have had on repeat recently oh, oh all right um volume four uh volume four by black sabbath is a staple for me i don't think i'm never not listening to that so i've got to chuck that one in there a lot of um early Soundgarden, their first ep i've been checking out and um yeah pretty much just anything like pre-2000s <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i've been streaming um an ep from a newcastle band uh resident yeah. um that's yeah, probably my really favorite EP. Check them out. Check yeah check yeah. them out if you're listening uh resident um they are awesome you won't regret it um <laughs> ocean alley uh chiroscuro i pronounce that correctly it's tricky but <laughs> that album always it never gets old um and thirdly probably chemical miracle um album by trophy eyes mm -hmm. legends yeah yeah another newcastle band um i've been spinning a lot of blood sugar sex magic by the red hot chili peppers i think that album is just a masterpiece just every song on it is just so interesting it's a bang um always got some sleep on yeah usually Either self-titled or Iowa, mainly mm. Iowa, just because yeah, yeah, it's just so dark and yeah, <laughs> I love that. I just really love that shit. Um, 
Who else? Um, and a bit of Pink Floyd. I'll go between Dark Side of the Moon or even High Hopes, their last album. Mm. I think that's a masterpiece, especially ending on that song, like High Hopes. That's an incredible song. It's just an incredible band. Mm. Mine's been a mixed bag. It's fairly similar to Jake's, though. Um, I've been smashing some little verses. Oh, yeah. It's just uh, <laughs> bloody great. Yeah. Slipknot, it's great. I just love it. Um, and then it's sort of a mix between everything System of a Down <laughs> ever <laughs> and um, Rage Against the Machine. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm oh, like. They don't, they don't, have, they don't make bad songs. No, I, can't, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't skip anything System of a Down. No. And I've got to listen to a full album. It, it drives me crazy. Yeah. It, takes me, it takes me an hour just to sit down and listen to one song because mm. it's the whole album. Mm. <laughs> Always going to listen to the whole thing. Yeah. So what is your favourite venue that you've been able to play at? And is there a dream venue that the band wants to play at? Dream, dream venue? Yeah. I reckon Wembley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I reckon best venue. I'm just going to go out and say it. Owen's oh, house. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my, my mate that I work with, um, Owen, he's an old music from way back and uh, he lives out at uh, Swan Bay. Um, we played a little house party in between the lockdowns when everything was legal and okay. And <laughs> yeah, it was just, just essentially a bush tour. So it was awesome. Yeah, it was <laughs> so really rowdy, cool. so yeah. much fun. You got the cops calls. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. I think I ended up playing for, what was it, three and a half hours? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, 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 we played our normal set, went back, did another drunkish set. And then yeah. I, don't, I don't really remember what happened for the third set. <laughs> my favorite venue oh, me and when me and sean were in our old metal band yeah. oceans we got to play at the factory theater in sydney no, oh, yeah, that, that, was well. that was amazing like, to play such a you know it's a pretty famous venue and there's a lot of big bands that play there and it was just a really big accomplishment for me and i'd say sean as well so, yeah i was i was thinking that one as well mm. once i'd still want to play it's still frankie's before it oh, yeah yeah like, before yeah. it closes we yeah. have to play frankie's <laughs> Cambridge Main Room was also a big accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, yeah with the screaming jets. That was pretty awesome. huge. And you, yeah. you two have had played there before with separate bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. Are there any artists that each of you would be interested in collaborating with? And who has the band been able to collaborate with in the past? Oh. collaborated with, with a band Rob. Yeah, Rob, Rob, Rob in the sense of um, like people that were collaborated with like we said before he's in a band called Repeater and that's how we know him um, but he ended up producing a lot of uh, all the EP pretty much like, every song was released by one yeah by, by yeah. the first song so yeah that's been amazing to have him on board and he's been playing music for like yeah. 15 years live so to have someone like that on board with us has been pretty surreal. A lot yeah. of knowledge gained, I feel. Sure. Who would we collaborate with? Foo Fighters. That's who I was thinking. The full Fighters. Yeah. Yeah. Corey Taylor. Yeah. 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 I'm sure. I'm pretty sure Dave has him. Yeah. Pretty sure Dave has Corey Taylor on speed dial. So two for one. Probably locally. I'd love to. Collab with Sam from Smack to Youth, honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. yeah. He's, he's right up our alley. Um, yeah. And we got pretty drunk with him. Yeah, we got along with him. He was right. pretty keen and we were, yeah. we were hanging out for a fair bit. So, stay tuned. Yeah. We're, <laughs> yeah. We're, we're just keen to work with anyone that kind of shares the same views as us yeah. how to approach especially writing processes yeah um i feel like some people take it a little bit too seriously um 
so, got to have fun. Yeah, yes. you've got to have fun with it. So anyone that's up for, you know, just jamming, having a good time. We're, we're sort of all about the vibe when we, when we jam and write something. Yeah. We're sort of just like play something and see how it goes. Yeah. yeah we're yeah. loving it. We're loving it. If we're hating it, we'll just go, yeah, we'll yeah. play that again. <laughs> next song. Yeah. Next, next song. song. Next song. Yeah. How do you decide on your set list for a show? I think um, really it goes down to how we want the crowd to react. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What the crowd's going to go like. like yeah. Yeah. We've, we've got the race course gig coming up, and that's a pretty big one. It's a pretty much eight-minute set altogether. Yeah, so we so, get to play like a lot of our stuff we've released, plus the new songs that we've been working song. on. Yeah, like, so it's, yeah. A lockdown. it's a cool sort of expose into what we're working on for whoever comes, but yeah. it's also really cool for us to see how people react to a song. So yeah. We've been vibing something, we play and nothing happens. There goes that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, the the cra crowds don't lie, man. Crowds yeah. do not and lie. If, and the other side of the spectrum, if we're sort of playing something just for the sake of playing and people love it, there you go. There's something. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah. there's something there. So it's, it's not selling out, but yeah. it's something to bloody work on. And I think, <laughs> I think the approach, like I said, like it, it's how the crowd feels about it. So we want want um, different feelings and different aspects of the show. So um, we normally like to start off nice and quick, you know, get get that the blood pumping everyone keen. So and then have those down moments and up. So it's just really strategically placing it yeah. so that um, it's not just song by song by song. It's a whole performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Plus we throw in a sneaky few covers yeah. sometimes, yeah. and people yeah. love that, especially yeah. when they don't. Say if they don't know us too well, yeah, I'd yeah, appreciate out, a cover and we have a little spill on some covers yeah, as well. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. I don't think we play anything, just straight that, that song. No, yeah, because I can't read tab. No, no, yeah, we typically finish off the set with like our most recent song that we've released, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, try and make it um, the most memorable one. Yeah. yeah. On the topic of your latest release, how did that song come about? We recorded that probably towards the oh, maybe April. And yeah, it, was, it was pretty early. It was originally going to be the like uh, the first single we released this year, uh, but uh, Bender ended up being the, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 It was. Um, it was as soon as we wrote that song, we were just like, oh, that, like, that was it. We need to get this out straight away. So, yeah. yeah it was, um and it can't come about like any other any other song that really happens um when you started the writing like, i think we started it right where we're sitting yeah i'm pretty yeah. sure right where we're sitting um just jamming away like oh that sounds cool man what are you working on and yeah just kind of the the ball keeps rolling and then you chuck some lyrics on and at that time um you know, a lot of people were down, like down in the dumps because of lockdown and everything. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the songs are about paving your own way and like kind of manifesting your own destiny more than anything. Yeah, and the song yeah. went really well as well, considering it came out like the day we went into lockdown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we released it the day we went back in, and we're like, "Come on, we're doing it again." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ground day. Ben Bender was really good. We released that, and that was sort of mm. like an anthem for coming out of lockdown. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna be smashing that. First, yeah, yeah. Pretty high. yeah, well, we, yeah. We haven't got to play them for a show yet. Like, we haven't done a single release show for either of those because, yeah, lockdown sucks. <laughs> but well put. But we're, we're coming back and we've got heaps of stuff lined up. So, yeah. yeah. So, are there any new releases coming out soon? Oh, you betcha. Yeah. <laughs> we've got a lot of stuff 
the, the, the hardest part is picking which bloody one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's that many there. Just been in lockdown for two years. We've just got like a catalogue of bloody songs that we're working Absolutely on. Absolutely. Yeah, finished or <laughs> like just so much is going on. And we're like, we've got to release some old stuff that we thought was sick, but we're like, we've also got a bunch of new stuff. We're yeah. like, that's even better. And it's just yeah. like, what do you release first? So. Mm. I think there's definitely some front runners from the next release. I don't don't think it's necessarily being confirmed, but I definitely think in the early next year we'll be releasing a new track. Yeah, Yeah. definitely heading to the studio in the next two months, month and a half for sure. Yeah, once we slap around with some shows to get back in. Yeah, definitely shows priority at the moment. Yeah, yeah, get the mojo flowing. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. lots lots to come next year. Are there any gigs that you have lined up for the next few months? Yeah, so the first gig we have is on the 27th of November at the Racecourse Hotel, which is our local pretty much. It's yeah. just to down wait the road. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's going to be a big one. Um, we're really excited for that. We've got an extended set for it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight set. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, after that, uh, we have Stag and Hunter on the 4th of December. The Witching Hour. The Witching Hour. Yeah. Um, then we have the New Year's, oh, Christmas Eve, Christmas Eve, yeah, yeah so that's, that's with pretty much a lot of new bands like yeah. Kooks Hill and yeah. um, Smack Youth. Yeah. They're all under fusion management, yeah, so which is a big fusion thing, which is going to be fun. There's going to be DJs and, and stuff like that there as well, which would be super sick. Just to have that contrast between some kick-ass rock stuff and some DJ yeah. stuff. Yeah, for, for sure. Playing in Sydney as well with the Witching Hours. Yeah. It's early next year. We're just waiting yeah. for a date for sure and, mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. We've got a bunch of stuff that we had organised in June and July, but that will look... Yeah, that one down the Gurgle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think a few are being rescheduled as well, so yeah. stay tuned for that. And, We've uh, got a bunch in the works. Yeah. yeah. That was a lot of stuff. Over. Yeah. It's good to be back, baby. <laughs> be back. What are some of the goals for next year? Touring. Yeah. Touring. Touring. Yeah. Play. Yeah. Where... We're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. play anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Sure. We, we had a chalk block year, well, two years really of recording. It's time to get out there. Yeah, it's time yeah. to break some show people. <laughs> and, and to break out, as much as I love Newcastle, I'm sure you boys do, but yeah. like just to see the new venues and the new crowds and that, see how they respond to certain songs as well. Yeah, yeah. not just segregating it into Newcastle. So yeah. breaking out of um, the town as well. So. Because we're, we're, we're pretty neat. Well, not niche, but we're, we're pretty broad in what we actually play. Like, it's yeah. got a bit of everything in it. So long as it sounds good. That's right. Yeah. We're, we're not, we don't limit ourselves to one sort of genre of writing. Yeah, no, we're very, sort of write what we're feeling. And sometimes you get punk stuff. Sometimes you get heavy stuff. Sometimes you get a bloody acoustic stuff. It's just yeah. depends on the how we're feeling, what the, yeah. is, what the vibe is. Yeah. And I think people like the variety. Yeah, so absolutely. It yeah. definitely makes stand out a lot more you know 100 yeah in a few different types of yeah. genres and some people might come for one song and stay for others it's yeah that's good for everyone. opens like to more audience too yeah absolutely yeah, sure. yeah and demographic as well yeah. like yeah. regarding age as well like yeah. you know you don't want to be you know just playing to one sort of group you want to kind of explore the horizons yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's drag some oldies and play a couple of country clubs yeah <laughs> <laughs> Shaw Bay, we'll see you soon. Shaw Bay, <laughs> Shaw Bay Country Club, we're coming to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll play anyway. <laughs> For a beer. <laughs> 
Do you have a message for any new fans listening to your music and fans that will be coming to one of your upcoming gigs? We love you and be ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I haven't seen anything yet. Clean your schedule. Get a babysitter. <laughs> Get a dog sitter. I don't care. Just come to the show. We miss you. Yeah. yeah, we miss you. Pops. Mm, Ripping and tear. We're uh, good. If you saw us late last year, it's going to be a bit of a difference for you this year, I think. Yeah. We've come a long way. Yeah. Just oh, being caged stuck. animals at the moment. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> We've all been locked up for a couple of years. Now we're trying to get yeah. bloody hell out. But don't just believe us. Come Shake, see us. Yeah, come see us. Yeah. yeah. If you want something that's a bit loose, come come to bloody race course. Yeah. It's going to be good. And $5 beers. And $5 yeah. beers. $5 beers. beers, man. Five. 55 bucks, 10 beer schooner card. You, can't, you cannot go wrong. <laughs> Until the start. That's where you wake up in the morning. <laughs> Does the band have one song recommendation for the podcast listeners to check out that they may not have heard of before? Ooh. Check out the EP. Like, if you've just yeah. come, come yeah. in from Bender and uh, uh, Bender Surrender and... Um, Slipping, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, check out the EP. Like, um, we done some really cool stuff with yeah. that. Um, yeah. like we said, Rob's a wizard, so there's really interesting things, and yeah, we played around with a lot of stuff that you wouldn't really know unless you sort of heard it from us, yeah. Yeah, so ask us as well, like, yeah. listen to it, get some questions, come up and ask us, yeah, listen to it from the start. You're gonna start yeah, you're yeah. gonna start at Tigers, you know, yeah. Tigers than Rust, and then yeah. you're happy. <laughs> said it that way for a reason <laughs> <laughs> um well it's been great chatting with the band today alpine white yeah, thanks so much for having us and the opportunity it's so good so this has been exciting for us yeah it's yeah. really cool moments thank you uh check out the other episodes of season two that have been uploaded in the past few weeks um also check out the uh, new magazine which is available on issue using the link in the bio on social media. Um, so Instagram and Facebook also follow the page on Spotify for um, playlists. And we've been what's new on the scene. See you next time. Thank you. Guys. See you. Later. 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 Thank you.